Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for this thing called Walt. Electric word, Walt means forever, and that's a mighty long time, but I'm here to tell you. There's something else. The Facebook group. A private group of never-ending accountability. You can always get support. Day, 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 day. day, day. Or night, 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 night. night. So when you head over to our website, weonlylookthin.com, you know the one. Click join our support group. And instead of asking how much it costs, ask what the price is for not and go in it alone. Because in this life, going it alone is much harder than having an accountability group. Without Walt, you're on your own. And if weight loss tries to bring you down, join Walt, please. Join our support group. Woo! <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Oh my god, I regret that so much. Welcome to another internet-ordained episode of We Only Look Thin. I am your ordained host, Catherine Weigel. Not kidding here. Uh, I have lost 145 pounds. Not kidding here. And with me today is... Donald Weigel. And I am not ordained, (laughs) but I have lost uh, about 100 pounds. And I'm not kidding about that part. Uh, Actually, I'm not kidding about either parts. I am not... joke. I am not an ordained minister, nor have I not lost 100 pounds. (laughs) Now that we've totally confused everyone, yeah, uh, I am accidentally an ordained minister. Don't enjoy it. Accidentally? <laughs> well, I've uh, I've been ordained on the internet as a yes, as an actual the, ordained the person. The Church of the Internet has yes. uh, has deemed you uh, worthy of uh, which of means performing weddings. Anybody can ordain anything all the time. So hello, hello, uh, hello. We are weight loss inspirations. And ordained inspirations. And today we are going to take you, you are cordially invited to the first Walt wedding. Walt wedding. It's a nice day, day for a Walt, Walt wedding. wedding. Hey, if yeah. you've stuck around Sorry. this long with this many episodes, this is what you get. You get Billy Idol, you get Catherine Weigel and Donald Weigel. Exactly. And uh, Catherine and Donald Idol. Because <laughs> uh, we're idle or something. We were idle, but now we're active. Oh, yeah. And we are actively recording a podcast. Catherine and Donald active let's see now people are probably wondering are they going to talk about how happy their marriage is for like 45 minutes no no because we don't lie on this show (laughs) oh wait a minute no (laughs) no our marriage is very happy it's it's very happy right dear it's good how long has it been no it's fine uh, our 23rd wedding anniversary oh. will be at the end of May. Oh, I like to say that in two more years, uh, we'll be able to rent a car. Yeah, our marriage <laughs> can rent a car, exactly. zany and fun. <laughs> um, I, I can't, I actually don't know if I'm throwing this at you. Were, do boys, young men ever dream about getting wa- married or is that just a horrifying thing? No, no, uh, we dream about it, or at least I did. I mean... I, I definitely started thinking about it from a young age, um, and uh, it's even better than what I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> this I this isn't under duress. He said that all by himself. This yeah. wasn't planned. He's not in trouble. No, she's definitely not threatening me with the. <laughs> the, the when I came up with this topic, he was like, "I got nothing to say on it, really. So why don't you just take it?" And I got I got like one thing to say. Well, pretty much that's how all of these episodes work. I'd let Catherine. Uh-huh. And do all the work, and then I just like you know 
send off DJ air horns and stuff on the side. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, he's happily married, and I am happily married. But there's more than one way to be married. Oh no, Catherine and Donald are throwing another analogy at us. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't they just say the things instead of make it something else? Yeah. Metaphor, simile, metaphor, simile. If you haven't picked up on our shtick by now, <laughs> it's all you. At yeah. this point, you're getting you're yeah. getting. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all metaphors. It's all analogies. Yeah, because that's you know. But I okay, honestly, be cool. Uh oh, she's get that's that's her. I'm getting serious voice. Everybody, <laughs> look. Sometimes you have to say something. 172 different ways right. for people to really get a handle on it. This is 172, right? Yeah. Okay, this is. is like some serious podcasting here. This isn't day one, Catherine and Donald are an inspiration. This is like, we have we have actually been married for almost 23 years, and this episode already feels like it has gone on for 23 years. So we are imparting the wisdom of both our marriage and our weight loss upon you. Yeah. There, there's the big finale. Well, and, and and again, continuing the the serious voice in all seriousness voice. I was 45 years old and had heard what I thought was everything about how to lose weight and I thought I should know how to do it and it really wasn't until that age, until my diabetes diagnosis, that things really started to get through to me that so much of doing this is all mindset. I mean, it's it probably is something like, I usually say it's like 60% mindset. It might be 80% mindset. Like just reframing the whole notion of losing weight and getting into shape and hitting your goal weight rather than what I used to think was was the case was, you know, find one weird trick, work really hard for six months, hit your goal weight, and then you're fixed and it's done. Like, that's what I used to think Just it was. marry somebody. Yeah. Just get it over with. At 45, did you think you were going to be the old maid of weight loss? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I am? Do you remember what people used to think? Like, oh, it's an old man. Oh, I know, I know. Well, we joke all the time about it's a wonderful life, and uh, and you know, George's uh, wife. Yeah, she's you know she's like thirty years old and unmarried, and she's like she never got married. Oh, she works no. in the library. If you didn't come around, she'd be an old maid. Yeah, it'd be terrible. What I, a horrible life. I actually remember the first time I had an actual kiss uh, in in high school. I'll say it, a real one in high school. I remember being like, well. At least I won't die an old maid never having kissed yeah, anybody. Yeah, I yeah. guess at least I'll be able to tell somebody that. Not my own kids, because I'm not going to have any, because no. that was the only time I was ever kissed. You have that going for you, at least. Yeah. High school kiss. <laughs> Thank, I'm, I'm grateful to you and to that gentleman. To who... that schlub. Oh, my gosh. You know, he actually came up on my, like, hey, people you might know on the internet, like, Facebook friend thing. I was like, hey, I know you don't have my high school journals to look at to see what a terrible person that guy was but not gonna be friends with him on the internet or on facebook so yeah uh, anyway. well i guess if if i was held responsible for everything i did in high school uh i would probably never hold a high oh my office. gosh i am so glad that the internet didn't exist when i was growing up that was not a good thing so yeah. all you have are my really sad journals nor am i, I running for president anytime soon so no one can dig up any of that stuff yeah anyway so. all right let's get down to business all right let's talk about the Business of weddings and 
planning them and Walt and etc. Walt stands for we only look thin, by yeah. the way, for anybody who's confused about what a Walt wedding is. Yeah. You know, the first time someone actually wrote Walt to us, I was like, what are they talking about? What's a Walt? I don't like, <laughs> I actually really don't like abbreviating things. I like saying things in long form. Which I is do why too. This it's podcast weird. Always I don't lasts know so why abbreviations annoy me, especially abbreviations that like aren't actually shorter than whatever they're trying to do. Not. Anyway, uh, but yeah, Walt, Wheel It Thin, Wheel It Thin.com. So, weddings. Let's do it. Um, so How are weddings like fitness and health plans, everyone? We're about to tell you. That's what yeah. you're wondering at this point. So, I already asked Donald if he already wanted a wedding when he was a kid. He said yes. So, dear listener, did you ever want to get married as a kid? Uh, chances are you had no idea what actual marriage was like. Yeah. But you just thought about the wedding. You uh, fantasized about uh, Prince Charming's and Happily Ever After's. Right, and, and the credits roll. All of that. Um, but we dream about a day. A lot of people just want all of the trappings of the wedding day, the pageantry. Maybe they're carried in on a carriage or yeah. they, they parachute down as you do. Yeah, we went to a wedding where the bride rode in on a horse-drawn carriage, like for real. Yeah. And in, in my memory, somehow I've invented a memory of like it turning back into a pumpkin at some point. <laughs> I think we turned into a pumpkin. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that wedding a little bit later. But we dream of the color scheme and the DJ and picking out the cake and all of the, you know, the planning part of it. Who's going to be our bridesmaid? Maybe there's a guy involved also somewhere or or yeah. another nice lady. That would also be good. Yeah. But we think about the event itself, the honeymoon. Maybe you even write your name over and over again. Mrs., you know, Mr. and Mrs. Catherine Keto. Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Catherine Weight Watchers. Yeah, yeah. Catherine Weight Watchers doesn't have quite as good a ring to it. Maybe no. you could change your name to Wilhelmina Weight Watchers. Uh, sure. Actually, that was my grandmother was going to be named Wilhelmina, and then she yeah. was named Marion. Yeah. Good job, family. Nice, nice job, choice. Family, yes. Um, but we think about the day. We think about getting the ring. We don't think about the actual process of being married. Donald and I are very different people than we were when we got married, aren't yes, we, Donald? we certainly are. I wasn't even interested in Funko Pops when we got <laughs> married, and now it's that's, all I think that's about. That's the second <laughs> Funko Pop reference. We don't have retirement. We're going to live in a Funko Pop factory. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, and I think, you know, in terms of weight loss and fitness, I think that we dream about that day when we hit our goal weight, yeah. but we don't think about, you know, it's sort of like that, you know, bargaining thing that we do where if I could just wake up thin tomorrow, then I would be good. Like we dream about the event of hitting our goal weight, but we don't think about the process of, of, you know, and, and the hard work that, you know, hitting a goal weight and maintaining a goal weight is, is the same thing with marriage. Like, you know, we don't think about the hard work that, that maintaining a marriage and, and really like the process of, of going through that can be sometimes. Yeah. I think I actually remember playing with my Barbie dolls and being like, I'm going to get the Barbie wedding doll. And then like you have the ceremony with all your stuffed animals as the, as the, yeah, the oh, attendant. Yeah, that's what I did. But then like, you're like, all right, I do, I do kiss. All right, let's go watch MTV now. There's nothing else to do. Like, I <laughs> right. didn't know what, like, oh, let's do our taxes. Oh, hey, let's negotiate how many Funko Pops we're going to have in the living room. That right. doesn't come up in the wedding planning. No. Nobody talks about that. But 
in the health world, when you're a kid, you think about getting married. Or on the other hand, you might see someone like Pamela Anderson running down the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and some of us fantasize and want to be with her. Some of us want to be her. Yeah. But we don't actually think about what it takes to be Pamela Anderson. We don't think about what it takes to be married. We don't think about the lifestyle that Pamela Anderson, I'm not calling her out in, in particular. She's the only, was Tiffany Thiessen in that? I don't know. If you know who was in Baywatch, you let me know. Yeah, they're uh, they're slightly different uh, generations. But David Hasselhoff. David no, Hasselhoff. But, well, anyway, if you know who was in it, you let us know. Um, but we think about the big day. We think about the, the end result, like Donald was saying, but we don't think about the process. Now, you're wondering, how does this tie into weight loss? Well, we're going to make some more analogies, because here we are. We make analogies, and they're going to come at you fast and furious now. Yes, indeed. Uh, and we're gonna then we're going to do an episode about the Fast and the Furious <laughs> movies and how that relates to yeah, weight loss. Yeah, more like go- food, gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. So, what kind of weight loss wedding do you have? We're going to go through a list of many kinds of weddings that there might be in the world. And And how they relate to your weight loss and fitness plan. That is a surprise. So, the first one is, let's go with the elopement. Yeah. We almost got eloped, didn't we? We did almost get eloped. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we almost eloped. There we go. We we talked about getting eloped, and then we ended up, like, it was just sort of this weird series of events where a bunch of our family was going to be near us all at the same time. And And so so we just got married. We ended up throwing our wedding together in like a month after being engaged for three years. And guess what? Donald pretty much planned the whole thing. I was on a work trip. I came back and we got married. So that's, uh, that was, it was magical. And it turned out great. It was great. Um, but is your weight loss low key? Do you just want to get something done privately? You don't make a big announcement about it and you just want to start something small and make it work. I think on this last time journey, I actually kind of did an elopement with yeah. myself. I was just like, I don't care who's going to be there. I don't. I can't sign up for anything. I don't care if Donald is doing it. I just need to start somewhere. And so I kind of was quiet about it for a few months until I realized there were other options. Um, but there's that. So there's also the small gathering. Maybe you tell just a few people that you're doing some sort of a, you know, you're starting a plan. Maybe you've got a few friends who are doing it too, your close relatives. And that's a good way to do it too. It does, you know, everybody's got a different plan. Yeah, these aren't necessarily like, you know, good or bad Right, things. just different ways to look at it but then maybe there's the giant wedding where you literally tell every single person that you are getting married you invite everyone to know you change your name on instagram to wilhelmina weight watchers yeah like you you don't even know who your spouse is going to be but you're just you just want the giant wedding and you want to change your name to you know Catherine keto uh and and you know move on wilhelmina weight watchers <laughs> like you can't wait but you about you know you make the pronouncement like this is it i'm done i will never go back again i'm totally fixed right which and moving I, forward i have totally done that yes but you register for all of the gadgets you buy the keto books you buy all the measuring things you join weight watchers you buy the plan you buy the you know the the 90 day you know fix whatever and you make a big deal out of it but with big deals come big falls sometimes yes indeed um there's also the arranged marriage yes the arranged marriage where you just get married because somebody else tells you to and we're when i say marriage i say starting weight loss 
weight loss plan. So somebody, (laughs) wait, what are they talking about? So many metaphors. You follow a plan because someone else wants you to do it. Hey, I'm doing Weight Watchers. Why don't you do it with me? What you have to do is green smoothie weight loss. What you have to do is only eat intermittent fasting. What you have to do is one meal a day. Someone else is telling you the best way to get it done. And you don't have enough, you know, um, self-confidence. Right. You don't have your boundaries in place. So you just kind of go with the flow and do something that someone else tells you to do. You're not really even sure that it's right for you, but you kind of have to do it because everybody else is doing it and you're going along with the flow. And that might not work for everyone. Like, oh, you'll grow to love only eating kale. No one has ever said that. Yeah. And, you know, some of this is um, relating to marriage also in terms of, you know, we're kind of programmed from a young age that we should find one that one special person and get married and um, you know it works out for a lot of people but doesn't work out for everybody and it's it's very similar to weight loss and fitness it's like you might get a lot of pressure from people in your life to like this is the only plan that will work like you have to get on the keto plan you have to get on weight watchers like you have to get on and that's not necessarily what will work for everybody. Not everybody is made for those particular plans. Well, and sometimes you want to sow your wild oats. With oh, yeah. Trying out swiping left, swiping right, whatever <laughs> the internet is. Um, I, don't, I don't know about swiping. <laughs> I, I have no swipe experience. I yeah. don't even want to think about it. But, like, you think you have to jump into something and declare yourself with a plan instead of kind of finding what works for you. And especially when other people are on plans, we feel the pressure to do that too. Well, everybody's trying this right now. It becomes kind of the fad when you might not be ready or you don't even know what it really means to be married to a plan. And then, you know, what could happen leading into what kind of happened to me, which luckily I I was able to really put my head on straight and, and end up on the right path, but is the shotgun wedding. Yep, the farmer's daughter. Stay you know? <laughs> away from the farmer's daughter. And the farmer's daughter actually ended up being cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the farmer's daughter is cheese. That's the shocking <laughs> twist. I, If I could marry cheese, I probably would. It's not would. legal. Not legal in the yeah, state. No, it's not. Um, I'm working on it. Anyway, the... You know, I went into a doctor's office and my doctor said, hey, guess what? You've got diabetes. And if you don't do something about it, you're going to die young. You're going to have complications. You could lose a leg. You could go blind. And I felt like I had a metaphorical gun to my head to do something about it. And luckily, I Catherine had already started down this path and you know, had some really good advice for me about not having to change everything overnight, taking baby steps to get in, realizing that this was for the long term, that there was no finish line. And I was able to eventually put my mindset on straight. But really, like, I was sort of forced at gunpoint, so to speak, you know, like a shotgun wedding to really get going. And that happens to a lot of people. Yeah. And, you know, I've said this before, but I started my secret eating habit when I was four years old. I binged and, you know, knew I had a good thing going because I could get other people. It was the 80s. I was a latchkey kid. There was food everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So I, I have had disordered eating since I was four years old. And I just sort of saw 
marriage slash weight loss as a means to an end to get out of my one horse town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's how she got out of her actual one horse town was marrying me. Marrying him. <laughs> took her away from all of it. All of it. Just take me away. But I had this, I've lived with disordered eating for so long that I just saw a diet as a means to an end to get to that point where I was an acceptable weight, where I could go back to eating the way I did before. And it turns out, you know, at 41 years old, after failed marriage, after failed marriage, failed marriage is Weight Watchers and Atkins and the cabbage soup soup diet, all these different things that I finally decided that I needed to really consider what I wanted for myself, what lifestyle I wanted for myself, not what other people were telling me to do, not because of shame. Everybody else is your your cousin's married. Why aren't you married? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, You know. You're gonna be an old maid. Oh I just my like goodness. saying that. My, my parents with the like, when are you gonna give us some grandchildren? It, Do like, they listen to this podcast? Real out to say stuff like that. I'm saying it. I they think can, they... they can hear it or they can not hear <laughs> it. <laughs> but there are all these expectations, and I finally decided that I just couldn't listen to external expectations about my weight loss. I just felt terrible, and I knew I needed to change something. I eloped into my plan. And it grew over time. I am not the person who was losing weight, who lost weight five years ago. I have modified my plan and developed it to fit my own needs. And I know Donald said that he came into this in kind of a shotgun way. And I showed him that there was a way to love the shotgun wedding. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I think to touch on something you just said, you know, I had had many marriages before, not actual marriages, but, uh, you know, weight loss and fitness plans. You know, I had done the keto, which was called Atkins at the time. I had done Weight Watchers. I had done, you know, shake meal, shake plans. I had done cabbage soup, like all of these sort of things. And when it it was important, you know, there was a point at which I didn't even believe in marriage, so to speak. Like I didn't even believe in health and fitness plans. Like I was, you know, I was done. I was just not going to do anymore. I was just going to weigh whatever I weighed. And then, you know, diabetes came a knocking (laughs) and I, on um, the barn door, but the point, exactly on the barn door. But the point is that I knew when I was doing this plan that it felt different, that it felt right, that it felt like it was for the long term. And so far, it really has worked out that way. You know, I started down that path over five years ago. I've maintained my weight now for three years, um, my my goal weight. And I know this time that it's different. I learned from all of the mistakes before. So I think in, in some senses, you have to have those relationships. You have to go through all of those uh, weight loss plans to really find the one that works for you. But maybe, you know, one of the things Catherine and I are doing here are hopefully allowing you to skip a lot of those steps and get right to the plan that's going to last for you and last forever. Right. So no matter how many marriages you've had before, no matter how many divorces from plans, there are questions that we can ask ourselves when we're showing up today to manage our health goals. So the first one is, Are you bitter about your weight loss plan? And are you just waiting for the opportunity to cheat on your plan? Yeah. I'm talking people. Now, Donald and I don't think about cheating on our plan. I actually don't like that term. No, I don't like the term cheat day at all. No. uh, We plan indulgences and we make it work for ourselves. 
The next one, do you fantasize about your single life? Do you fantasize about not being on a plan? That might mean that it's not the right one for you if you can't see it as something that you can do sustainably. Here's a big one. And this ties into marriage too. Do you expect your plan to do all the work for you? Do you just show up? All right, I'm married. You're the moneymaker. You bring home the bacon. I'm going to sit in the bonbons and the, as the world turns and sit on the couch. Like, are you really showing up to a plan willing to put in the effort? Or do you just think by announcing, you know, I now pronounce you Weight Watcher Wilhelmina that you'll suddenly be fixed? (laughs) I'm sorry. I wish we had some other, there's no other W in the world. I should have thought for five minutes about other names. It's fine. Okay. Um, Did you take your plan's name just to have a cool internet Instagram handle? I see lots of people who associate their names with the plan that they're on, whether it's Weight Watchers or Keto. Yeah. Are you like Kelly Keto? And then, you know, six months or a year later, you're like Becky Book Club because, you know, you've had to change your focus because you couldn't stick to Keto. But there's a danger with associating yourself with a particular plan. I have found this before when I have made the giant announcement to the whole world that I was fixed and then proceeded to uh, gain 75 pounds back. And then I was kind of embarrassed about it, which goes into another one. Do you like the idea of the plan more than the practical? Well, it's working for everybody else. Well, they've done a great job on it. They're intermittent fasting. They're doing whatever. And it works for them. Why am I broken? Why is my plan not working for me? Did you commit too soon and now you're embarrassed to tell people that you're getting a divorce from your plan? That ties into the Instagram name. You've made this giant announcement that you're doing it and this is the final time and this is my year. And then you falter and you're embarrassed about it. I think I have tried to not associate myself with a particular plan because I have seen the dangers of too closely identifying with the plan name instead of just being myself. Yes, I count calories, but I use so many different experiences, so many other plans as part of my lifestyle. I see it as a lifestyle. I don't see it as, well, I, you know, I'm sicko or Kiko or Kiko. Yeah, or you're not Kathy Kiko Kathy or Kiko. Kathy Sicko or Sico yeah. or uh, be- partially calories because in, we, calories we don't out. know how to pronounce calories in. I calories now pronounce out. you Kiko. Yeah, I'm not like Irving intermittent fasting or anything. (laughs) Man, we are busting out the 1920s popular names. No, I like it. Um, So there can be an embarrassment. And, you know, this this kind of ties into changing your name, too. You make a big announcement about it. You tell your family that you're on a diet or that you're only eating certain points. You get into that point of like, oh, I thought you were on a diet. Oh, I thought you were only eating keto. Oh, are you going to eat all that? Yeah. Oh, I, could, I thought you were blah, blah, blah. All of those unhelpful comments that people feel obligated to make. You know, and even and with me, you know, and early on, I've said this before, I knew I was following a plan that was sustainable. I was quiet about it. I hadn't declared a certain name for it. But then people would still say, are you going to eat all that? Is that on plan? Is that I thought you were blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, you know, it can be really difficult to stand up for yourself and stand up for your boundaries. And I know, you know, this this happened. We're going back to the carriage wedding with the pumpkin that looked like a oh, carriage yeah. and a wedding. We went to this wedding and the bride showed up in a giant Cinderella carriage drawn by a white horse. Yeah, for real, like actual, like not just a metaphorical carriage drawn by a white horse, but actually showed up, like was pumpkin shaped carriage to the point where people like gasped as she came in. And it was giant pageantry at the actual 
wedding uh, reception, she stood up and said, I have been planning this wedding since I was six years old. Like, the guy who was just, yeah, felt was like, like and here's the guy felt that like did extra, that. Like a, like a prop to the whole thing. So they got married just after we did. And she went on this giant thing about how this was her day and her time and her whatever. It was, it was in the summer-ish that they got married. We sent this lovely couple a Christmas card uh, that very next year. And we received a response uh, we have been divorced. Yeah. We are divorced. Yeah, this was less than a year later. Less than a year later. And all of this pageantry was all about the brides, you know, wanting this magical day. It wasn't about the relationship. And we have all been in weight loss plans that we wanted the pageantry and we wanted the honeymoon. And, you know, that phase where we're losing weight and it's going great and everything is perfect and wonderful and I'm going to do this forever. And then you get home. And you just are living your life and you don't have that big, you know, that hedonic treadmill has run out. Yeah. And suddenly you're just like, well, I guess we're married now. This is boring. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that that is one of those things like that we talk about where we all want to be super excited about our plan. You know, it's just like relationships, especially when I was younger. It's like I wanted that constant thrill. And I thought if I didn't have that constant thrill, that something was wrong. And I've realized with my weight loss plan and my relationship, my marriage, that it's really those day-to-day things that are the important part of it. It's that, you know, being together in the marriage part of it, you know, all of the things that we enjoy to do, the the small things that we enjoy together that really make the marriage worth it and solid. And it's also the same way with the weight loss and fitness plan. It's all of those day-to-day habits. It may sound boring, but it's just that that every day, like doing the, the same things, putting in that work over and over again. And, you know, to the point where it almost becomes automatic, that really makes that weight loss and fitness plan work. Well, and two, I think, you know, when you're when you're in a marriage and you're struggling or, you know, you want it to work, but you're going through trouble, you don't actually want to tell your friends and family that you're struggling because it's embarrassing to know, you know, you don't want the uh, the people in your life to think poorly of the spouse if something is going wrong. But it's also embarrassing because you want to feel like you have it all figured out. So when I used to struggle with a plan, I was always with a weight loss plan. I wouldn't want to say anything because it was embarrassing. Like, oh, I thought you had this all figured out. Oh, this was supposed to be the love of your life. And now you're saying it's not great. And if other people are doing really well, you don't want to be judged or feel like you're not enough, or maybe you're the one that's broken. When really, and this is about marriage also, Donald and I are not the same people that we were when we got married. No. You know, I was way too young to get married. I'm really glad it worked out. Yeah, I know. I don't know why we thought it was a good idea, but it ended up being okay. You know what? It'll actually, I was 23 when we got married. Yeah. We will have been married 23 years. Half my life. I know. With Donald Waggle. Yeah, lucky you. Donald Weight Watcher Waggle. <laughs> no, it's been wonderful. But- it it is surprising to me that a 23 no one should get married at 23 everybody do your homework yeah. get a job put some money away don't get married but also best choice of my life yeah also <laughs> exactly but here's the thing and this is the biggest question do you wake up in your weight loss marriage resenting it every day ah. do you wake up and stare at it and say you've taken the best years of my life <laughs> just like our real marriage <laughs> no but really like 
I still know people who show up who say that they need to lose the weight or they hate themselves or whatever, and they show up resenting their plan every day, that they're showing up because they have to, like it's some sort of community service, you know, that they have to do because they've gone to jail or something, and they have to show up and they have to lose the weight, and they see it as a shotgun situation. They are forced into it, and they don't actually look forward to it. They show up resenting the plan. And guess what? No one has written the book about sustainable weight loss that is all about hating the plan, hating yourself, and doing it out of resentment. Yeah, no no one has and no one will. Ooh, maybe we should write our book and just call it like How I Hated Myself Then because then people <laughs> no, then people would be like, I did it, I did it. And then yeah. they'd be like, oh no, sustainable habits, boring. Boring, <laughs> yeah. I can't actually hate myself then. But I think that the, you know, kind of the bottom line here is that that um, you can't just get married, i.e. pick a plan and then put yourself on autopilot. You have to actually make it a priority. And why not make it something that you don't hate? (laughs) Maybe you don't have to love it. You know, I actually have learned to love walking and rebounding and, and those sorts of things. But I don't actually love counting calories, but I know what the alternative is, and I love being at my goal weight, so I keep doing it. And just like in real marriage, <laughs> no, um, but making a marriage, my marriage, my weight loss and fitness plan a priority has really been uh, the key to maintaining it. I can't just, you know, give it a back seat. I have to be willing to put it forefront in my life. Yeah, and I think for me too, and the the big point is, when I used to show up to a weight loss plan, I wanted it to fix me. I wanted it to be the means to the end to get me to a goal weight. And I think now I see, as with marriage, that it is just the start. Getting married, that wedding day, is the commencement of the rest of your life, yeah. not the one that fixes everything. I did not fix you. No, <laughs> no but like we actually had a friend at one point who was like, oh, well, you're married now, so you can just let yourself go like you yeah. like you are. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man. No, he actually said that. I know. Um, but he – well, he par- paraphrased that. But it's not the plan that fixes you. When you develop a relationship with – a lifestyle, that is the starting point to really investing in yourself. And I have been investing in myself so much more in the last five years of this journey venture oh, yeah. than I had in the past. I didn't see it as something to fix me. I saw it as something to develop within myself, including boundaries and mindset and activity. I don't see myself as a person on a plan. I see myself as a woman who is finally starting to take responsibility for her life. And as you're walking down the aisle toward your significant other, whatever the plan is, are you really ready to work on it? And the big reveal at the end, dun, 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 is that when you lift the veil, and I'm actually making a veil. Yeah, yeah, she's doing the pantomime of it. I thought a veil was so important. Why did I spend all that money on that? I'm sorry, I'll pay you back. When you you lift the veil and reveal, do you realize that the person you're marrying is you? What? What? That is a shocking bum, twist. Bum, bum. It was like when Luke Skywalker yourself. took off the Darth Vader yeah, mask he went in into that the dream cave. Sequence. Remember the failure what? in the cave, Yoda oh, says. Oh, yeah. no. Who is this? 
this? How is it him? Is this a reflection? I know. That really confused me when I was a kid, actually. Me too. Still my yeah, favorite movie, I, though. I get it now as an adult. I but. do, too. You are building a relationship with yourself. I am almost about to cry saying it with, like, actually Aww. getting teary-eyed. You are in a relationship with yourself, with your future self. You have an opportunity to invest in the relationship that you have with yourself, building love and trust and mindset and activity that is going to take you into your future. You are not waiting for a magical carpet or a carriage to show up and give you a new life and take you away from your life. Because guess what? We still have stress. We still have jobs. We have life events that get in our way and we make our plan work for us. You have the opportunity to build and craft a life that you want for yourself that adapts and changes based on your season of your life. We are not the same people that we were five year, years ago when Donald had the uh, doctor have a proverbial gun to his head. Yes. I am not eloping with a plan anymore. I am developing it. And I have grown that. We have grown that into a giant wedding every day. We show up and say, I do, to counting calories and tracking steps and moderating our food choices. And we want you to have that same relationship. You have the opportunity every day to show up for you and make it work and adapt and know that it takes effort and time and that there is no finish line to this till death do you part. Yes, indeed. And uh, I really should wrap up the episode with that because that was a wonderful way to finish. But I just wanted to say one really quick thing about people come to us all the time and they say, I just need to lose 20 pounds by X, Y date, um, you know, because I've got an oh, event yeah. coming up. And, you know, we've been talking about metaphorical weddings and metaphorical uh, <laughs> marriages, um, you know, in terms of actual literal events. Don't do that. Yeah. Like t doing some crash diet to lose 20, 30, 40 pounds in a really short amount of time is never going to be the long-term solution. And it, it does more harm than good. Every time I tried to do something like that, I gained the weight back very quickly and more. And yeah. I added on to it. There is no finish line to this. There is no deadline date. And people all the time are like, I need to lose the weight quickly. It's not coming off fast enough. What is the alternative? Why not lose the weight slowly, but then actually lose it and keep it off forever? And that is all I wanted to add. <laughs> I appreciate it. I do. This isn't all about me. Till death do us part. All the right. End. Catherine's <laughs> ending was better than mine. So go back. If you want the episode to end, then you can just stop we can it always back then. We, I say we can edit it. You can edit it and insert it in the middle there somewhere. Nah, now, I'm not going to do I that. I wanted to make some joke about throwing rice. I couldn't figure out how to get it in. <laughs> and then make a keto joke about how you can't have rice. You can't you throw can't, rice because it's bad for the birds. You can't, can't have, have rice because it's bad at, for your birds. No, you could cook the rice and then throw it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> then it would be okay Sticky, for the birds, right? Rice. I don't know. If you know what's good for birds, let us know. Let us know. And you can reach us by emailing us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you if you've got wedding advice or uh, marriage advice or, more importantly, uh, weight loss plan advice. We would love to hear about it. Um, if you've got ideas for episodes or questions, you can email us to that email address. We have turned uh, many listener questions into episodes, and we enjoy doing it. 
And also, you can uh, find us on the socials at uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, at We Only Look Thin. Yep. And if you would like to RSVP for our online private accountability Ooh. group, consider it a destination wedding. Yeah. You can join us at Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place. It is an online accountability group for women because uh, dudes just don't participate. Yeah. Sorry, my guys. Um, yeah, friggin' dudes. It is not a weight loss plan. It is a support group. It is private. It is uh, just a wonderful place for support, accountability, and real honesty about struggles and successes in weight loss. And uh, you can find out more information uh, on that by going to our website, weonlylookthin.com, and click on Join Our Support Group. Um, and if you sign up for a uh, one month membership, you get a complimentary three-day trial. And if you sign up for a three-month membership, you get a complimentary seven-day trial. So uh, check it out. See if you like it and uh, enjoy. Yep. And if you enjoyed this wedding venue, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Go over there. Give us five stars. Leave us a rating. It helps other people find our podcast. Uh, if you don't have Apple Podcast, why don't you just share this with people who you might love in your life uh, who might benefit from our wacky zany comedy weight loss style yeah and all of our episodes all 172 of them are still available uh and uh, you can find them wherever you found this episode so uh check them out yep so if you're still not sure whether you should swipe left swipe right or throw rice just remember <laughs> that donald and i are an inspiration, inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.